You read Oh Hell Yes. You loved it, right? Of course, I... No, no. Oh Hell Yes. Oh Hell Yes. Yes, yes. Did you believe in it? Oh Hell Yes. Are you the editor around here? Oh Hell Yes. Do you believe it's worth taking a risk for a vision you believe in? Oh Hell Yes. Susan, are you going to march right down there and fight for the integrity of this book? Maybe. Susan? <laughs> Hell yes, it is the finale, season four, episode 24. Yes, we are here at the end of season four. It's been a long road. This is a long season, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We don't get seasons like this anymore. Oh, this doesn't happen anymore. Netflix is like you get eight and you're out. Period. Or fucking <laughs> HBO and all that shit. So uh, welcome to Oh Hell Yes. I am Nettie Smith. And I am Etsy Rowe. And today's episode is titled New York Unbound, which is a continuation of last week's episode, New York Bound, written by Mara Brock Akil, air date 524-2004. Etsy, what you think of this episode? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I'm here for the drama. Oh, yeah. I'm just I'm just happy that it's starting to look very, it's starting to look better. I just love the colors and the, the camera yeah. and the music. It's moving yeah. on up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like also because of the, the technology was kind of changing during that time, it's more clear, you know, HD. You starting to yeah. see they pause. It's like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, you're starting to see their pores, see their thoughts. It's very clear. It's getting very clear, and I love it. I love it. Before we get into the episode, though, we got some poll results Mm -hmm. from uh, a poll that you created. Tell us about this poll, Etsy. So this poll came about from a conversation we was having on a recent episode where Tony said that she had made an appointment, a schedule, let's say, for them to have their, their sexual activities with Todd, her husband. So I said, I mean, I don't really see anything wrong with that, considering they're both very busy individuals. And you said you should be, it should be more spontaneous. So I'm like, all right, let's make it a poll. Yeah, I was just like, you know, what if you schedule it and you're just not in the mood? What if you're just tired at that moment? You didn't know that you'd be tired when it was scheduled, but fuck, I don't feel like it. I know it's on the calendar. You can reschedule, <laughs> like any other appointment. What if I'm, I'm feeling in the mood and it ain't on the schedule? Then what? Well, I don't think it's something where it's like, oh, we're only going to have sex during the schedule, like strict like that. I just think that she's trying to make a streamlined process where it's like, okay, we're setting time aside in the event we do get busy because they're two busy people. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I just I I would just call it date night. I don't know. That's just (laughs) whatever happens, happens. But here are our poll results. And this is the probably the most engaging poll we've had so far i believe 78 people 78 souls came through and gave their vote and some people actually left comments so we're going to read those as well but the question was as a busy married couple do you think it's okay to set time aside for sex you could choose yes set time aside or no be spontaneous and uh with 78 people voting the results are 77% 77% say yes, set time aside. And 23% okay. say no, be spontaneous. So I guess I'm wrong. And I guess. Y'all feel me. 
Y'all feel me. Y- y'all get it. The girls that get it, get it. Well, we'll see who gets it. So uh, we got some tweets here about uh, elaborating more on their choices. Hey, Mrs. Connors says both. Married for eight years. We have a six-year-old son. We both work and tackle homework, parenting, house stuff. Scheduling can ensure it stays at the forefront of our minds, despite the hectic day-to-day stuff. And spontaneous is always a good old surprise. Okay. And next... Mary Poppins, she says, I couldn't decide on an answer at first because I can see this being a thing for a period of time while our careers are changing or whatever, but I don't think it should continue for the rest of the relationship. If we're that busy, it makes me question work-life balance. Okay. Yeah, if you gotta gotta schedule sex, maybe you gotta talk to your boss and see what, how many hours you're working. (laughs) I mean, what, what if you got kids? Well then, you know what? Just whatever. Forget the kids. (laughs) (laughs) fuck them kids yeah fuck (laughs) them kids you know what forget the kids give them to grandma I don't know man but you gotta schedule that with grandma right grandma might be going out to bingo oh grandma ain't doing nothing (laughs) she's sitting up in the house watching Perry Mason stop (laughs) (laughs) but that's it for the polls that's it for your thank you guys for your input and your comments we'll try to do more of these if they're juicy juicy because that seemed to be a really big one that a lot of y'all liked so yeah thank you for your shout out to y'all for engaging thank you yeah all right well so what's up streets from the news news from the streets whatever so what do you think about netflix saying we're not gonna do the whole bundled tv shows anymore y'all gonna have to get it weekly for some reason i don't believe them I'll believe it when I see it. I don't know why, but I just believe, I just can't believe they're going to do that. Like, that's what, they were the first to do it. Yeah. I also think it's kind of taken away from what makes Netflix Netflix. Like, if I wanted yeah. to watch an episode every week, I would I go to Hulu. Get Hulu or HBO or whatever the yeah. fuck. How you on Netflix and chill with one episode? <laughs> you got to wait till that shit build up. <laughs> like... <laughs> wait till it gets about about five episodes in like how you do oh yeah yeah i definitely do that's not on purpose though that's just because i like to watch my shit late naturally and i'll be watching other shit so it just builds up Mm. it's not because i'm like oh i gotta wait it's better that way though because i hate when it leave you on a cliffhanger and then you like damn i gotta wait a whole week for this shit like damn so they gonna they gonna release you every week they better not try that shit. Well, let me see. Well, I know it's going to be split into two parts. So the first part comes out February 10th, 2023. And then the second part comes out March 10th. So that's eight episodes then. Four, they four. They could do that. Yeah. Mm, so they're trying to sneak into the weekly. You see what they're doing now? They're trying to lube our entry. They're trying to slide uh- us into... <laughs> Tiffy Toe, because they did that shit with um with Stranger Things too. Oh, I don't they watch did that, that shit much. with Stranger Things. The same thing, like oh, this amount of episodes, and then the last three, you gonna see it in the month. Don't don't try to sneak into this motherfucker. <laughs> That's how they gotta do. They can't cut us off cold turkey. They gotta they gotta fucking be like, this is what we're gonna do. And then as it goes on, if you get to season five, which I hope not. I yeah, hope they should not. wrap it up. Like, it's just getting ridiculous. Um, not in 2022, this nigga getting away with all of this shit, with all this motherfucking <laughs> technology going on. Like, it's about that time. Yeah, it's it's getting... I don't even... And plus, since they killed off, spoilers for you, season three, which... Come on, y'all. 
Since they done killed right. off love, what's the point? Like, she was the character. Oh, girl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, if she ain't in it, I don't know how you gonna make it juicy. Because she was just a different kind of character. And For actress, too. sure. She was really good. She really made that season three. Like, she yeah. was the... she She kept y'all alive. Like, she kept y'all in the mix for that season yeah. three because that shouldn't even happened <laughs> she was definitely was... the entree the steak for sure mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens with with you season four in london they might have another character like that you can't do it twice that's like <laughs> the first the time it was a surprise i was like damn she a killer too <laughs> oh shit but you can't do that again nah. yeah I don't know. It's it's time, but shout out to you. We 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 love that show. They, they lasted show. way longer than what I thought they would. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought after two seasons it was a wrap. But then they had a baby. I was like, y'all gonna bring kids into this? Fuck. Oof. <laughs> <sighs> Man. Anyway, let's get to the episode. <laughs> New York Unbound. So there is no cold open. There's no cold open to this episode. All it is is a recap of last week's episode. They just say previously. Mm on girlfriends so we'll just start out with maya being introduced to the publisher people they all have a copy of oh hell yes on her desk and ain't one black people in this meeting yeah that's that what would you i mean i guess you expect that but i would be like there's no way y'all i don't know i wouldn't want to walk out but i would want in my mind to be like oh i should just turn around y'all aren't gonna film me y'all are not gonna film me I mean, this is very accurate. We've we've all seen those photos where a company does something stupid racially and then somebody digs up the photos of who's behind the company and the staff and shit and all you see is yeah. a bunch of crackers. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Maya goes in. She's trying to be positive. She thanks them profusely. And they're like, okay, cool, whatever. Let's get down to business. So we love the book. Very real, very funny, very winning an obvious niche in the urban market, but they want to go a different direction. First off, they're starting with the title, Oh Hell Yes. It's a little too, what did they say? Too nigga? They said it's too ghetto. And I was like, (gasps) Mm. do they say that word anymore? Because that just struck a chord in me. What they like to say is, they'd say something like, it's not the right title for the audience that we're looking for to market to today they're saying the same thing but they're shaking out the word ghetto i don't know maybe because i like back in the day you could say ghetto i don't don't think people say that on tv nowadays like it was just like you may as well said nigga it's a little too nigger for us that's a little too black now they'll say maybe something they might say that a white person say that without it sounding like i've heard heard them crackers in new york say that shit on the train i don't know well, these are the people that Maya's in this meeting with, and they want her to change the title. I don't know what they're going to call it, what the white version of Oh Hell Yes is. Oh Heck Yes? yes! I don't know. Yes! That's too bland. No, you can't say yes. Oh Hell Yes actually could be white. It doesn't ring black to me. Yeah. It could be either. It, it only seems black in this context because we know the person is black. But right. It, it, it could be whichever. So they just nitpicking mm-hmm. on that. Right. Maya's like, I love the title, so fuck off. It expresses the message of, of the book. It's it's where I'm from. It's who I am. You know, people are buying it. It outsold used Bibles at the church swap meet. <laughs> okay. To outsell the, the Bible? I know that's right. Let's she was go. on the Crenshaw bestselling list. The, 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 talk to her nice. <laughs> so um, the whites tell her, but you're self-publishing. You don't know sales yet. We do. 
and Maya keeps trying to push back on everything and she's they have everybody there the marketing person the revisions person and the artwork guy and they keep telling her you know you're really lucky to have us you're really lucky to have these people which is a a whole gaslighting thing that people do those people try to do Mm -hmm. trying to make you think that you'll never get another opportunity like this so you're lucky to have us you're lucky so you just need to be grateful to be here yeah so one of the girls at the table named naisa i believe is from mad tv you ever seen mad tv i used to watch it but i don't i don't remember that girl which one is it mo collins she's Hmm. usually really wacky she plays um stewart's mom in the steward still at interesting anyway she was a lot more serious in this scene so it was kind of hard to notice her but it was her yeah so julie the main girl and susan is the editor so julie suggests that maya pairs off with susan to start cleaning up the book and rewriting it a little bit which is news to maya but remember she's lucky to have them so whatever so next so next we're at joan's house she's cleaning and tony comes to the door so Todd had called Joan and told Joan all the tea, right? Mm-hmm. And Joan and Tony decide they're going to go to New York to fix Tony's marriage. Why did Todd call Joan? What? What? Why? Because he don't want to talk to Tony. I, that, those, these are some questions that I have, like... When you marry insecure people who are just like not all the way there in their maturity, that why are you calling my friend about my marriage, nigga? Yeah, why are you telling our business to our friend? Like, who says I told her what's going That's on? That's what I said. Who the fuck said like, I told her what the fuck? I want her to know that shit. Right, like. That's how you know the marriage is over. Tony, these are red flags. Why are you going across the country? He's telling you he don't want you. He can't return mm-hmm. your calls, but he can call Joan? Girl. But what more does he need to do? to call motherfucking Joan. Are you kidding me? He got you calling the front desk at a hotel when he got a whole <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> See? That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, after they talk about that, William comes in and he's looking for Joan. And he's a little rough at the door, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit aggressive. It's a bit much. Yeah, like, okay, she don't really want to talk right now. She hiding down on the ground. She do like a little bear crawl. And uh, she tried to hide behind the couch, but Tony lets him in. And he says, I, I want to talk to you. He says, is what I said so crazy? And I'm thinking, you know what, William? It possibly could be. To her, it might be. Mm-hmm. Well, he did kiss her. It ain't just what you said. It's what you did. You kissed her while your date was in the bathroom. Um, you were saying right. all of this shit like I I can't stop thinking about you. You my soulmate. Ah 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 ah. And then to top it off, when you kissed her, it wasn't no type of warning or nothing. You just went in for the kill, like as if <laughs> the fuck, nigga. Like I think she was in mid conversation too. Yeah, she was in mid because she was still talking. <laughs> like, huh? <sighs> and then mad Man. awkward. You see her shoulders kind of like. They just freeze. She got real tense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this whole ambush thing isn't a good look, William. But she tells him, I'll call you when I'm ready to talk. And so she's like, yeah, and I'm going to Egypt. And so he leaves. And Tony's like, why are you going to Egypt? She's like, I'm not going to Egypt. Uh, I'm just telling him I'm going to Egypt so he'll look for me there. I'm really going to New York to help you get your man back. So just that quickly, we're in New York. 
Mm-hmm. We are in New York. The very next scene, no establishing shot or anything. We just <laughs> see a really nice hotel lobby. Jones walking around the lobby, and who the fuck is there? William. <laughs> William Jerome Dent. His, his real name is really fuck? Jerome? It's Jerome with a silent W. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did this nigga follow her all the way to New York? And that's what Joan asks him, like, why are you here? Woman, please. Nobody followed you to New York. Maya called me about her book deal. She needed a lawyer, so I flew here. Oh, like, that's a weird quinky dink. Uh, I don't know. He said, maybe it's fate. We're both here so we can talk. We can do a carriage ride in the park. And I was like, damn, that's romantic, though. Those carriage rides in the park. <laughs> that's cute or whatever, but I don't even think, I think Maya had mentioned it to him. And he volunteered, knowing that Joan was going to be there. How would he know that? He wasn't even there when she said she was going. He doesn't even know Todd is in New York or why Tony would be there. Well, who knows what the fuck Todd did off camera since he calling niggas and telling them about oh, where shit. the fuck he at. Who knows? Oh, shit. Maybe he called William. Child, fucking with that little nigga. That little Ethan. <laughs> so, I think that... Maya was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going publishing, da 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 so I'm going to need this amount of days off work. Of course, William is going to ask why. She's like, oh, a publishing company. Knowing, right, this is just assuming that Todd has called him off camera. He's like, well, well, you're going to need a lawyer. I'll meet you there. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. I can kind of see how that could work. We still got to just assume that he's flying to L.A., or excuse me, flying to New York, just because Todd's there and just assume that Joan's going to come over to New York with Tony and that Tony's going to go too. It's just a lot. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're getting us closer without, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but there's still some unanswered questions. Like, But he also jokes about proposing to her and <laughs> that's when she walks away and he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking around. But face it, if you didn't feel anything for me, you wouldn't be running from me. I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> that's dumb as fuck child that's the um that's the logic that the incels be using that's it yeah that's definitely an incel thing <laughs> it's like the one where like oh she's fighting me off that means she likes me it's like no she really don't like you that's why she's fighting like women are always running away from men they don't like this is woman 101 like this is what we do that doesn't All mean facts. she likes you come All on now. so joan and tony are on the set of a tv show this is the tv show that todd is supposedly on he's on well he is on it's um a like makeover a fake show? botched or like a makeover show or some shit yeah you know those like you remember that show back in the day called the swan it was called the swan uh-huh. and they would bring well, they could not do this today it was like early 2000s they would bring quote-unquote ugly people on the show and they would give them plastic surgery they'd fix like their nose like their nose has a weird bend in it or yeah. they got weird eyes or they need some Botox or whatever. They would give them the surgery for free and they would be like, here's their new face. Come on out, so-and-so. And then they would, you know. That sounds like some shit they be having in Asia. Over there in Asia, they have shows like that a lot. And it's not nothing where it's like, oh, well, you know, we're fixing this because there's something wrong with it. Like, they'll go ahead and quote-unquote fix things and there ain't nothing wrong with it. And the motherfucker will come out with a whole new face. Like, along with the things that there is something wrong with quote-unquote yeah it's it's real out here yeah 
So that's the show that Todd is doing. It's kind of like the swan. So Tony's like, oh, um, has anybody seen my husband? Do you know where my husband is? Which is hilarious because they don't know who she is probably. Yeah. <laughs> you think he went around showing pictures of his wife? <laughs> Girl, he probably think that white bitch um, is who he fucking with. <laughs> they probably think that his wife is the white lady. That's funny. So she's like, yeah, my, my husband's Dr. Todd. Oh, never mind. I see him. So she walks over with this big smile on her face in the operating room. And who's there? It's fucking Natalie. Yeah. Yo, she done flew all the way over. Yo. You already know it's a wrap. Because there's no... You can't no, tell me they ain't fucking. That is not a coincidence. That, so they offered that bitch the job too? Or as whatever assistant bitch, you got me fucked up. That's a lot. It don't even matter because any scenario's wrong. Yeah. Because either he got the job and brought her on, she got the job and brought him on, or they got the job at the same time. But all in all, she he did not tell Tony none of this. Mm-hmm. He knows Tony would have wanted to know this shit. So she walk in, she see Natalie. Yes. And she's like, oh. Oh, her? Is she the reason you haven't been answering my calls? I'm like, probably. Probably so. He tells her to calm down, and he's like, chill, you're going to get me fired. I mean, sure. That'll send you back to L.A., right? Exactly, nigga. <laughs> but That's then y'all the still be in debt, so whatever. Um, so she's like, oh, so the adulterer is now worried about getting fired? And then Natalie hops in with some, Tony, we're just working together. Girl, don't address, do not address Tony. This I, is not it. I don't know. I don't know why she even felt comfortable saying anything. You need to shut the fuck she up. She felt comfortable. And we just mentioned this. Last time you saw her, she said, you will address me as Mrs. Todd Garrett. But not not Tony. We ain't friends. We are Tony. not friends. Uh-uh. So um, Todd escorts her out. But she wants to talk about this right now. Todd turns to Joan and says, get your friend. <laughs> I was like, yo, he's spicy. Todd's spicy. Who he been hanging out with? Too spicy. Joan, get your friend. Like, And that's like something I don't... That's not something a white boy says. I don't know. That's just something ain't right. He been hanging out with somebody else besides yeah. Natalie. Something ain't right. Maybe he cheating on Tony with another black woman. Who knows? And Natalie. And Natalie. Because they, they be kiki and acting too too close. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that one. So Joan tries to take her away and Tony asks Todd, are you trying to leave me? And of course, he looks over at Joan like, Joan, <laughs> yeah. like, can you please? And Joan gives him a look back like, damn, Todd, it's like that. Mm. I saw somebody on Twitter mention that Tony should have brought Maya instead because Joan's a pushover. <laughs> Maya would have had all that whole set torn down, broken, shut down. She would have took some shit home. <laughs> no lie. So, but Joan's kind of docile. She's like, okay, I'll, I'll take her. Mm-hmm. But the part I didn't like was when Tony started to beg. No, Don, 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 please, please don't leave me. Don't leave me. I don't care what you did. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if you cheated. Just come back, Tony. please. I know that we can. Oh my God. In front Wasn't of all that these people. So embarrassing. <laughs> it was um it oh was a fall from grace. God. <sighs> this is y'all's bad bitch right here. Begging for this short white dude. Begging for his hand in marriage. <laughs> oh my It was God. like she was like, please. She's like, please, please. <laughs> if you don't stand up. 
like, I don't care what you did. I don't care if you cheated. And I'm like, bitch, you need to care. If you did cheat, you need to fucking Yo, care. She said, when she said, I don't care if you cheated, I said, God, I'm just the so dick glad must be. this is a show that mostly black people watch because I don't need the whites looking at black people. This black woman who she has a feeling she knows that her nigga is fucking other bitches and then she's like oh i don't care if you cheated and she's still begging and girl oh my god like (laughs) i'm just i'm appalled when she said that i was like oh girl oh you are desperate you're that desperate you can get any dude you want Besides, this is, I don't know why you want this guy, <laughs> but you could get any dude out here. Why you? Why you begging for this dude who got seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt? Is it seven hundred? Wasn't it like three hundred? I mean, it's a lot regardless. But I'm. Just- I mean, it's a lot. It, you know, you begging for debt right now. You're begging and pleading for debt to come back into your life. Yeah, that's a lot in 2022. So, oh that's shit, like- yeah. So. <laughs> It was it was pretty cringe. It was pretty cringe, and it doesn't fit with her character because not at I all. I don't see what you're begging for. I don't see what the benefits of him are mm-hmm. having being getting back with him. But um, Joan takes her away, and she's like, "But I love him." And Joan's like, "I know. Everyone here knows." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's sad. So the next scene is Susan and Maya. They're working on revisions for the book. Maya's reading over the notes they gave her and she goes, oh, hell nah. What's wrong with the title of chapter nine? And Susan's like, uh, I don't think people white people would understand Greece ain't just for your head. And I'm like, you know, I think that a good amount of people would know that. Mm-hmm. But what kind of people are you talking about, Susan? <laughs> mm. We're trying to appeal to the broadest possible audience. No, you're trying to take the black out of it. That's absurd. We value our urban readers. Okay, you know, you know what, Susan? Please, honestly, you've really got to stop throwing the word urban at me, okay? It doesn't even make sense. Hell, a lot of black folk, a country. <laughs> Look, if white women, Asian women, Latina women want to read it, fine. But I wrote it for the sisters. And if you take that away from them, then I don't need you. Which is very poignant. Because we're still getting a lot of this today. People are still doing this. They're either Mm -hmm. doing this or they are appropriating Mm -hmm. the stuff that we do as a black community. For instance, I think in some worlds, someone would see the book, Oh Hell Yes, and be like, okay, so you can be the ghostwriter for this white lady who's going to be on the book cover. Yeah. You know? Or they would just make a white version of Oh Hell Yes and have Maya's version be the black version and then have like a, Mm -hmm. like a, a white version have them white it up yeah they, they would white it up and put it out as a as a different version so this that's, yeah this is still happening today it's, it's oh, insane for sure and what gets me is with these a lot of these companies these white people is they see a project a creative project that's clearly intended for the black audience you take it and you're trying to make it appeal to quote-unquote as much people as possible but it wasn't meant for that it was meant for Mm. black people right who said we wanted to expand it who said we wanted that maybe we want to keep it with the black community because y'all be out here doing some crazy shit with our with our creative products here exactly like which kind of reminds me of the whole the girl who did the um the majorette thing at usc oh yeah what do you think about that the only thing that worries me is that white people are going to see that and they're going to start doing their own 
like majorette things with it that's what i don't want yeah they're like oh look at this and they're gonna have majorette classes that they're gonna white women on the upper east side are gonna have majorette classes and they're gonna charge money for it and monetize it on their end and they're not gonna give us any credit that's what i'm afraid of it's cool that she got that off and popping but you need to look out for the fact that people will steal our shit (laughs) especially white people with no 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 regard for the culture for the people that it came from from people that originated the shit so it's Mm -hmm. like they'll lie and say they came up with it first or some shit yeah instead of majorette they'll call it major or something and oh yeah (laughs) some white name for it and it's just that's what worries me like i'm if she's i'm happy that she had an accomplishment and she wanted to do it and it happened but you got to think about that people vultures that are going to come in and try to take it and monetize it and steal it from you that's the Mm. thing that worries me Mm mm-hmm yeah and what if a white girl wants to be a majorette can we say no like <laughs> because you're technically not in an hbc yeah then yeah. i guess like whatever like, I mean, can we say no white girls like what do we do <laughs> i mean i think you could though under the guise of for example some groups are specifically for asian americans some groups are specifically for women so you call it the black majorettes yeah african-american whatever whatever name you gotta put on this shit black black that's what you that's what you do okay because i'm just like i'm looking i'm thinking oh there's a white girl that wants to do that now she wants to be in the group and she's gonna ask and i'm all about inclusive inclusivity but this is not not. this is not how it was intended (laughs) she's not (laughs) but this is not how it's supposed to be oh shit that'd be clowning that's a really good thing to tie into this but um yeah for sure susan's like you know what i can tell we need a break isn't that just like white people to do they do that a lot like you'll be saying something right and it gets way too pretty much you get really passionate about it yeah it's too hot for them in the kitchens it'll be like oh we we just need a break we have to go i feel like i can see that you're upset so um we're just gonna take a 10 who said i needed a break bitch i'm riled up just having a conversation i ain't upset i'm trying to get you to see my point yeah we need a break why because i'm getting you with the points and you have no rebuttal you're gonna go do some research on Uh a little break so you have something to say the fuck we need a break for let's go so susan's like yeah so we're gonna grab some lunch and then we'll cool down before the meeting this afternoon so um she's like so lunch and maya says yeah and then susan says soho (laughs) (laughs) this was a good joke and maya says i said yeah bitch (laughs) i will say uh i will say if you guys want to know something about me that is, in my opinion, the best joke of the series. <laughs> of the whole series. I think it's because, though, it's it's based in a misunderstanding that's due to, like, geographic familiarity and demographic differences. Yeah. It's just, it's spot Definitely on. Because I feel like thing. that would happen in real life. Oh, for sure. And then you'd be like, it's what, like, yeah, bitch? bitch? Did you, what, what'd you call me? <laughs> yeah, I could see that happen. <laughs> So after Maya says that, Susan feels attacked. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm just trying to do my job. I'm trying to meet your needs and the needs of this damn company. I love your book. And I don't know why you feel the need to come in and attack me. What did I do to you? You called me a bitch. You called me a hoe. 
Okay, Soho is a neighborhood. <laughs> oh, my bad. Well, we find out that Susan was the catalyst for getting the publishing company to look at Maya's book and to reach out to her because she loves the book so much. And if it was up to her, she wouldn't change a thing about it. But her hands are tied. So Maya's like, well, do you like my book? She's like, yeah. No, Maya says, no, no, no. Oh, hell yes. So she keeps making her say, oh, hell yes, over and over again. And Maya says Susan needs to march down there and fight for the integrity of the book. And then we move on to the next scene where Joan's on the fake streets of New York buying some fake Louis. Yeah, from the Africans. Y'all already know what time it was. It was way too expensive. That's how much fake Louis cost? How much was they saying? It was like 500 first. Nah, they bugging. Because real Louis started at like, what, seven, eight hundred for the small one? So how is it going to be 500 for the fake one? If it's fake at all, it shouldn't even be in the hundreds. That's crazy. <laughs> nah, it Why am I buying something fake for hundreds of dollars? That's dumb. He said it, it's not LV, it's VV, it's, it's uh, Louis's brother, Victor. Victor Vatan. Yo. I'm like, oh so shit, it's funny. Victor? Well, yeah, hook me up with the 500. Bitch, I don't give a I've, fuck. I've seen <laughs> fake stuff like that where it's like, that shit really says, like, it'll be like that. Like, instead of two Chanel's, instead of two C's, it'll look like two E's or something. like Or two G's? Yeah, two G's. Like, y'all need to really like, inspect Instead of Nike, it's Nikki or some shit? Yeah, but the thing is, it wouldn't be all over the bag, so they'll get it right. But then there'll be certain parts of the bag where it has the two E's, oh. so it wasn't properly inspected. Yeah. Oh, it's like a reject. It's a product reject. Yeah. A factory, factory reject. Pretty much. Okay. Well, William pops up to help her with the haggling, and she and he tells the guy that the lady's going to be paying $25. And Joan's like, damn, you really following me? At this point, it is becoming kind of stalker-like. Yeah, it's definitely stalkerish. How the fuck you knew she was there? And especially considering that there's no social media or nothing. Like, she's not oh, posting. Shit. I didn't even think of that. Oh my gosh, I'm in Soho at this cool restaurant. Yeah. Or nothing. Like, what's what's going on? It could also be that since they're at the same hotel, this is not too far from the hotel. And he's walking out. She's walking in. Something like that. Hmm. Of course, William wants us to believe that. But yeah. But this is also the TV trope that's really popular. Keep following her until she changes her mind, mm. which is not, it doesn't age. It does not age well. It don't translate well in real life. Like, nope. Ugh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But yeah, he's chasing her from one end of the earth to the other. And he's just begging to know how she feels. Mm-hmm. He just really needs to know. So she pulls him aside and says, all right, listen, I have really deep feelings for you. I love you. He's like, I know, I know, as a brother. He's like, I thought maybe after the kiss you'd feel different. But obviously you don't, and that's fine. And he swears that he's not hurt. And they vow to keep the friendship the same way it was. And he walks off. He's like, see you back in L.A. So we'll see. We'll see about that. You know, people say they're fine when men say, oh, that was fine. You don't like me, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So that's when uh, Joan goes over to the hotel to meet Maya at her room. They do a little champagne toast. Oh, hell yes. Let's toast. Oh, hell yes. Mm-hmm. And Susan. With that $10 Kit Kat. $20 Kit Kat. $20 Kit Kat. Oof. That's a lot now. Oh, she dipped it in the champagne too, right? Mm-hmm. She was feeling she real the... fancy. I mean, you may as well. It's just chocolate. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll try it. Right. So we find out uh, Maya's advance was $25,000. 
What do you think? Too high? Too low? I'm going to need um, self-published book Twitter to tap in because I'm not sure if that's a high or low number depending on her being a first-time author, the nature of her book, the category. You know, they like to low blow black people. Is that like common for the type of book that she has, the audience? I don't know. But I was just thinking... That would be about $40,000 in today's money. Okay. I mean, that's an... Damn. Inflation, oh. bitch. Oh, no, she got a kid. You. Yeah, she got It'll a kid. It'll give you a different perspective. Oh, she do got a kid. Shit. She can't be playing around. And she live in L.A. Yeah, you're right. Damn. So that might be... That might work for her. Because she's like, you know, Jabari got fucking whatever. You know, I got to pay for so so what are we asking? Are we saying that's too low or too high? Yeah, literary Twitter, self-published book Twitter, black people book Twitter. Is $25,000 for your first book, I guess before it's on the market to be sold. Is that is that a lot? Is that like standard? We don't know. Is it yeah, is it average is it standard cuz it just seems a little low to me. Even if it's 40k, I'm like I, don't I, know, know. I was thinking mm, not even about to touch 100. Because think about what an That's advanced what I was thinking. is, At right? least closer toward 100. Aren't you supposed to live off that for like a while? And niggas don't be coming out with books like... At least a year, right? Yeah. I don't know. It did seem a bit hmm. low, like 25K, but you got to go back to working for Williams, even with that. Yeah, you can't, you can't not have a job on 25K. Because <laughs> you got to pay for your rent, you got a kid, you have all this stuff. That 25K, I don't think it's going to last... If you lucky, a few uh, months. A few months? No, I don't think six months. I don't think that. Nah, nah, not, not where yeah, Maya lives. it's gonna be live. gone pretty. Yeah. And then, like, her friend group is kind of expensive, too. Like, that should be translating on to whoever you with. It, it's true. That's another thing you gotta think about. I didn't think about that, but that's a good point. Yeah, what <laughs> if your friends want to take a trip somewhere? They want to go to the expensive spa or to the expensive club or whatever. They always at that expensive bar, you know, cock $25 cocktails. So, mm. I don't know. It seems low to me. But let us know. Let us know. But after they toast, Maya says, you know what? Since my life is now perfect, let's fix yours. So, Maya asks, you know, what's going on with you and uh, you and William? What's good? And Joan says, you know, me and William are just going to stay friends. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to complicate that with a relationship? If I've learned anything from today, it's to stay single. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you should have seen Tony today. She was groveling. She was screaming and crying. She went all Howard Dean in front of the room, a room of strangers. If y'all know the Howard Dean reference, you know. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And little did we know, Tony's in the bed, in the room, under the cover. She heard all that. So I guess that's how they get down. Let's talk about each other like that. <laughs> Um, I mean, hey, at least you can't say that they some fake ass bitches. At least they doing it to your face. You know what's going true. on. That's true. But it was kind of a ploy to get her out of bed, too. And Maya gives uh, Tony some advice from her book. When your man cheats, move your feet. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't stick around. Move on. And Tony's like, you know what? I cheat on me, too. I deserved it. I'm like, Damn. How the fuck did you deserve to be cheated on, bitch? What? Damn. This girl, I don't know. <laughs> Who is this person? I was just going to say, did a different person write 
for Tony today, uh, but it's Mara, so she knows the characters better than anyone. Yeah, like girl, this is what's going on. I don't know, but we, you know what? But it could be she's emotional because she's pregnant, and she's like, she's kind of thinking with her emotions instead of her mind, her brain right now. I mean, to be honest. I assume that she's very early in the pregnancy stage. So if y'all finna get a divorce and a nigga broke as fuck, he got 300, 400, 500K in debt. I think you can. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because nobody can see that face. (laughs) But you're like. Um, The thing thing. The A bore. The thing. And um, <laughs> she can get the procedure. This is 2004, so it ain't it ain't banned in most states. Right, right. I know. It's like, damn. Like, isn't that crazy? How like you're pregnant, right? You're married. Isn't that what we tell women? Oh, you know, you want to get married first, and and then get, get pregnant, have kids, and that. Look at how married and pregnant, and still got an ancient ass Brad. And I'm just like. Yeah, and you're bringing another life into this world, and guess what? You gotta pay for that. So yeah. you're in debt. This ain't no game. Yeah, you're better off either getting the thing thing, or if you do want to have a child so much, you have it and still still get a divorce. Because you don't want that debt to be on your back. You sure you're gonna get child support? You still you think he's gonna pay for that shit? If he got a debt like that, he might just have to ignore the debt and just pay for the kid. Mm-hmm. And to the child support. Because the debt's always going to yeah. be there. The child support is um is now. Mm-hmm. The kids are yep. growing. So, it's too sticky. It's too messy. Yeah. That's why we love this show, though. We love messy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what... This is the most out of character I think I might have ever seen of Tony. This is more, more in line with Joan's desperate ass. Not Tony. <laughs> you're right she'd be the one that's like i don't care if you cheated yeah i don't care i just want you like damn but if you if you say you don't care if he cheated then when y'all get back together he about to he about to to have a nice little roster and you about to have a cheating husband and a a cheating nigga that's the the father of your kid that is not a good combination and what's interesting is mara is really writing them out of their character because joe said earlier child i'm not even trying to um be with nobody i'm trying to stay single because this shit is crazy the husbands is out here cheating on the wives and then the wives is still accepting the husbands saying she don't really give a fuck if you cheat i said look at joan standing (laughs) up got a backbone yeah yeah she's reflecting she's reflecting she's like you know what you know i've seen what you've done for others <laughs> particularly tony and i don't think i want that so it's um okay. yeah i see you mara i see what you're doing yeah you're trying to flip the script a little bit but you're flipping it a little too much you do a little flip flop a little bit yeah. a little too damn much for, for tony <laughs> but you know after she says this we get a knock at the door and it is it's one of the girlfriends we haven't seen all episode. It's Lynn. It's fucking Lynn. And you know what? I totally forgot about her till she popped on in that door. Well, we haven't seen her since her mama told her that her grandma ran her, her daddy away because he black. Yeah, because he was a, a, a black boy. Yeah. That boy wanted our money. He was after our money. Oh, like, damn. He said that? Well, you gave it to him, so 
I mean, and he took it. So was there a lie told? I'm saying. I don't like the way it was said, but the message is yeah, clear. Yeah, he did, he did take it. He must have been after the money if he took it. So one plus one is two. Period. So after 13 minutes of the episode of not seeing her, she walks in and Maya's like, girl, you like a mooch hound. I ain't had this check a good hour and here you come. <laughs> I mean, at this point, Lynn must have a sixth sense because she has managed to finesse her way into apartments. She has managed to have everybody pay for her. So, yeah, it makes sense. Who knows? So she flew to Virginia and then flew to New York on her own dime. William probably pay. And she might have a little something, something saved up from everybody else paying for her. You know what I'm saying? You know what I just realized? She oh, she did do a documentary though, didn't she? She got nah. She never finished that documentary about the moms. Cause I'm thinking, how's she making money? Like she's a property manager, so she gets free a free place to stay. But how's she making monetary gains in life? Probably gigs here and there that's like not shown in the show. But you know, mm. stuff like that. I guess. And when you ain't oh, when you ain't paying no bills. That money adds up, even if you're not making well, the yeah. most money. I'm just saying, you got to get it from somewhere, though. Yeah. I'm just wondering where she... We don't ever see anything of her, like, doing a job or something. But anyway, okay, cool, cool, cool. So next we see William in the lobby of the hotel. He's reading a paper, and a woman comes up. We don't see her face at first. Uh-huh. She just says, William. All you can see is the back of her head and her hair. But well, we found out that it's the one and only Monica. It's Monica. She's back to wreck the day. (sighs) Not to wreck the day, bitch. (laughs) I guess she heard that William got senior partner and she's like, oh, shit, let me. I don't know how she would know where he is, but let me do some stalking on my own shit. You know, some of these people, it's easy to do it today. So I'm not going to give y'all y'all flowers for the stalking today. (laughs) But these bitches and these niggas who was doing that shit in the early 2000s? Oh, yeah. Well, if she hired a PI, they would do the same thing, right? They would follow him around? Yes, they would. So she could hire a PI and get all that information. True. Or call his office, since she knows people at his office. True. Yeah. Mm. But she's like, what are you doing here? Like, she don't know. He says, (sighs) I'm in town on business. (laughs) I'm like, what are the odds that all these people come in New York for different reasons and they all meet up like this? That never happens in New York, I promise. And they all live across the country. Right. Like a six-hour flight. But Monica's there because she's on her way back from Europe and she thought she'd make a stop in New York to do some shopping. Isn't that the life? I don't (sighs) know. See, I didn't like that they put that in there because everybody knows that Europe is where you get the shopping done. Mm, that is right? true so why would you stop that in is... new york when you was just in ain't nothing they got over here that they ain't get over there and for Even cheaper better and better so that didn't make mm, no sense that's a good point point. and if william actually sat down and thought about it and wasn't just like awe in awe of her he would think about that too like huh you think he knows about shopping i mean he buying five thousand dollar pens I'm sure that ain't, that ain't, um, that's not a, that's a European brand, probably. Oh, William buys shit like pens, though. He doesn't buy clothes. He doesn't buy, you know, stuff that she would know about. That she would know about. I, to I, be like, okay, Europe has better shopping. He, you can order the pen online. Mm, 
I see what you're saying. Okay. Anywho. We'll give him that pass, I guess. They tell each other they look good, and that's the end of the, the scene. So we find out that Lynn actually found her dad, her biological dad. His name is Kenneth Miles. She's telling the girls this. You know, the thing that I can't get past is that they paid him off. Oh, honey. How much? <laughs> Tony. What? If they paid him a million, she'd feel a lot better about herself. I'm trying to help a sister. Y'all rubbing her back. What's that going to do? <laughs> I'm like, you know what, Tony? You're back. You're back. I'm not going to hold you. That's what I would ask, too. That's a great question. But Lynn, Lynn don't really want to talk about it no more. I don't know if, know if we're going to find out how much it was. I'm yeah. really curious. Or for me, it's like, I'm with Tony. How much you took, nigga? Did they offer you 100K? Because I ain't going to hold you. 100K in 1950, whatever the fuck. 70, whatever the fuck. 1971 1970, whatever the fuck. I mean, I ain't going to say I agree with it, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> I can see why you take the money. No, you that's your it. kid, though. That's your baby. You know what I mean? You gonna take that over your baby? I mean, if they don't want you there, then if they're going as far as paying you to leave, what is the alternative? You staying and them still like paying you dust? Sue for sue for custody if they try to take it away, like or sue sue to see your baby. That's your baby. That's your 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 blood. Yeah, but chances are these You gonna take some money. This nigga don't want the baby anyway. He was fucking this white bitch. It was some type of one night stand, two night stand, or whatever the fuck. Somebody got pregnant. And you telling me I can make fifty K, a hundred K off of this shit, off of a baby that I was gonna um not be there for for free? <laughs> <sighs> but Lynn's like, you know, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I just want to celebrate Maya's book. And Maya says, yep, you know what? Remember what I said in my book. Just because your papa's rolling stone doesn't mean you're alone. There's always a, a line or a chapter title that fits what the girls are going through. It's great. Mm-hmm. I like the rhymes, too. It's giving very Johnny Cochran, you know. It makes it easy to remember when it rhymes. Yeah. And the whites are trying to change it? Like, fuck y'all. Y'all don't even know what the fuck y'all talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So then the girls encouraged Lynn to go see her dad, to go meet him. And they also encouraged Joan to pursue a relationship with William, if that's in her heart. So Joan is thinking about it. You can see her really, really thinking. So that's when Lynn goes to her biological dad's house. How bold. You're not going to call first? Mm. That's really bold. I guess. He comes to the door, and at first, she's so, so shocked, she don't even know what to say. He's like, hello? This actor, you've seen this actor before? He look familiar? I have seen him before, but I can't pinpoint where his face comes from. This actor's name is Demond Wilson. He's from Sanford and Son. He played Lamont. Oh, hey! Oh, gee! I know that's right. My parents love that show, still, to this day. They show the reruns on, like, TV One or some shit, you know? Anyway. So Lynn's like, hey, so are you Kenneth Miles? He's like, yes. And she says, well, I'm Joan Clayton. We are doing a follow-up on the 2000 census. Four years later? Hey, that's your tax dollars not working for you. I'm kind of busy. We just have a couple of follow-up questions. How many children do you have? Two boys. My wife filled out the form, and I'm pretty sure she put that down there. Yes, she did. And we are just verifying that. So... Are we all done? Uh, just, just one more question. We just needed to know if you have any other children. 
living outside of the household. No. I would have been like, can I see some ID or something? Because I don't know who you are. Right. You out here asking these personal questions. Like, girl, where's your identification? It's dark outside. And why are you coming at night? Ain't it supposed to be before five? Yeah, you looking kind of shady, but she's like, oh, I guess we're done here. Okay, why would the census care about who's not living in the house? <sighs> I don't That should have been the red flag, Mr. Miles. Mm-hmm. But as she's about to leave, he turn first he, he looks into the door to make sure ain't nobody listening. Mm. He comes over to her and he says, you know what? There is one more, but I don't know where she is. And um, that's it. I was like, dang, he really feels bad about it. He really does. Mm. So next, we're on the streets of New York with Tony and Todd. They're arguing back and forth or whatever. Well, first Todd is like, see, why would you even want a husband that cheats? This marriage is crazy. We need to end it. Which, okay, little man making sense. What kind of marriage do we have where it's okay that I have an affair? Which I didn't have, by the way. The fact that you say it's okay, it's not okay. The man that you married wouldn't cheat on you. And the fact that you think I would says I married the wrong woman. But he's like, I didn't cheat on you, though. But anyway. Yeah, he made sure to put that in there. I don't, I don't, I don't really believe him. Like, I, I don't know. Niggas, I mean, Brad's, I don't, I don't really believe it. But anyway, she goes, Todd, ain't pregnant. <laughs> it's like, ugh, I don't know if I like the way that was delivered. It was just out of nowhere. Um... Because he says, why do you care so much about keeping this marriage together? Like, you never loved me. And she goes, damn it, Todd. I'm pregnant. And I'm just like, why didn't you tell him that? Like, that you lead with that. Exactly. She waited. Unless she, she wasn't sure. Maybe she was like, oh, he'll come back to me. But then when he wasn't going for it, she was like, well, let me drop this bomb. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll get back yeah, to me if I tell she, him this shit. <laughs> she, she was strapped. But she waited until she dropped yeah. that bomb. She was like, let me put this in the back pocket until things are really going downhill. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and it's just like, oh, damn, she pregnant. And then you hear this piano music right after she says that. It's like... <laughs> Very dramatic. Mm-hmm. So that's when I knew the next scene is probably William or Joan. And it's actually Joan. And she's in the shower. Well, she's coming out of the shower and she's looking in the mirror and she says to herself, you love him. So go get him. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then we see William at his hotel room door and someone knocks on it. And guess who it is? Who we've been waiting for? It is. It's Monica. It's Monica. Mm. So... Looks like Monica got to it before you did. Hmm. See what happened when you when you wait? Was it you procrastinate? She spent the blot. Now that William Senior partner. Okay. Now I know you serious, nigga. Now we can get to she- work. <laughs> 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 so we do like a little bit of uh forward time progression and we see Joan. She's in a very pretty green dress. What do you think of this outfit? I love this ensemble. I oh, love the hair. I love the makeup. I love God. the dress. I love the color. I love the fit. I like the texture. I love every every everything. <laughs> Mara, you really you really put your foot on the on, on the glam team's neck. And then you move. You wiggled your toes around when you yes. put your foot on their neck. Yeah, you made you sure the toes it. got deep in there, and their collarbone. 
this is the best she's looked in a minute, right? In a few episodes, no? Yeah. Like from top to bottom? I was thinking a few episodes ago that they were purposely making her look like that to kind of get to this moment. You know what I mean? Mm, uglifying her like her, like making her less attractive on purpose i mean we we know we know miss ross is a bad bitch so we ain't gonna do that but you know they do that sometimes in shows where they'll uglify you oh, to yeah, build yeah. up to this so they, it could be like a mm-hmm. whole thing we've seen joan look this good before but you know we gotta right. uglify her so it makes more of an impact what do you think about the flowers she put in her hair loved it everything yeah it was it was all great the only thing i i didn't understand was if you're going to go knock on william's door do you really need to dress up like this i mean he doesn't see you at your worst he gonna he gonna want you whether you're ugly whether you're pretty he gonna want you you don't need to dress up like this for william no joan is a dramatic girl she wants to make an entrance you know so let's (laughs) zhuzh it up a little bit (laughs) i don't know i was like you wasted this look on william right <laughs> mr i'll do ya yeah he'll do you whether you're whatever you're wearing you could have been in your your robe and your glasses and your slippers and he would have been like yes yeah so i don't know i'm just saying For but sure. she knocks on the door and waits and the camera pulls out down the hallway and we fade to black uh-huh. um so then the next scene is maya checking out of the hotel oh so the the publisher company they pay for the hotel but they didn't pay for all that extra shit that you was ordering ma you gotta pay up <laughs> that's how it always is right i don't know why she thought she could do that yeah you know maya comes from she a certain, game. yeah i don't think yeah <laughs> she knows she she thought it was all inclusive <laughs> right <laughs> she's like oh 20 dollars kit kat yeah yeah let me order all this room service yada yada blah 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 what is it um three hundred dollar champagne a one hundred dollar cheese tray which i would never pay a hundred dollars for no cheese and i don't mm-mm. just cheese mm-mm. just no, cheese no crackers maybe they got crackers they call no it meat? cheese tray but that's just yeah like that's the same and she paid for a twenty dollar kit kat among the, other things the same kit kat that you could have literally went outside to the corner of one of them carts and get that shit for 50 cents went to one of the, you could have went to a bodega they got them shits there. That's the thing about New York. If you want something like one of them small snacks, water, a uh, bacon, egg, Hop and across cheese. across the street. Oh, you're you going to find it. <laughs> it's, it ain't hard. Yeah. So all of that stuff equals out to $600. There's other things that she didn't mention, but $600 that she has to pay because she decided to go ham at this hotel. Well, she was buying that champagne. I already knew when she was sipping that shit. That's going to cost a, a, a cute coin. Yeah. And that's the end of season four. That's it. Mm-hmm. We finished season four, bitch. Halfway there. Oh. Living on a prayer. Oh, okay. Blah, 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 I was blah, like, blah. that might be too white for you. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know I, I've been jamming to the cracks, too. To the cracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my God. Yes, we are finished with season four. Man. Man. We made it there. This passion project, by the way, we are recording, was it September 26th? This is when we're recording this. And our, what, two-year anniversary of this pod is in four days. September 30th, 2020 is when we released our first episode. Hey, gang, gang, got the hammer and a wrench. (laughs) (laughs) And we are here. 
man thank you so much listeners for everything you've done and for hitting us up and telling us that you love what we talk about <laughs> even when like etsy has no memory of the shit y'all be talking about that you like that she says <laughs> she Yo, says she remember none of that stuff I've that y'all say these that tweets and i'm like wow that's wild when did i say that <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate the love and the support and you know your excitement because it really pushes us through so thank y'all but next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode mm-hmm. etsy what's your oh hell yes moment mm. my oh hell yes moment is when maya was drilling it into old girl did you like so and so oh hell yes did it make you feel like a bad bitch? Oh, hell yes. <laughs> and then she was like, so why are you trying to change everything about it that you love? I know that's right. Damn. That's my oh, hell yes moment. Fuck. Damn, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> why you in my head walking around? <laughs> Shit. So this is what I got. Maya convincing Susan to go back to the room and fight for her so she can get the book published the way she wanted it to. Gang, gang. You know, Susan's a real one. She took some convincing, Mm -hmm. but in the end, she got the job done. So, Mm -hmm. thank you, Susan. Yep. And that's it. Hit us up at Hell Yes Girl on Twitter. That is our only social media. Also, we'll be on hiatus from here until the next month because we need a rest. Yeah, for real. We need to chill for a little bit. And get our minds right for season five. So we will be back on November 2nd with season five. The episode is called L.A. Bound. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. Etsy, what do you hope for season five? What do you hope for? Um, Let's get Todd out the picture. Um, He needs to go. Because I don't like like what he's bringing out of Tony. He making her look like some type of desperate bitch. And my nigga ain't never been no desperate bitch. She always been standing (laughs) up. She always had a spine. The head always been strong. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like that. Um, I want to see what's going on with Maya and... Not with Maya, with Monica and Will. How serious is she about him? And is Will just going to like throw away his feelings for Joan? And if he does, is it even real? Are those feelings even real? If all somebody has to do is spin the block and now you don't forgot about a bitch that you quote-unquote well, lube she said she wasn't into it so you have to ignore your feelings the feelings can be there but you can't act on them because she said she ain't interested so you gotta move on well, that not mean it wasn't real it just means i can't i can't pursue that let's see what happens with that and if it's gonna be a love triangle with joan because she you saw she had on that that, that dress looking like the body yaddy 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 you know what I'm yeah, she can walk into that room and, and he'll forget about Monica. You know I'll tell you what. No shit. Monica no wasn't tea. doing it like that. Monica wasn't doing never. I don't think Monica was ever doing it like that. No shit, no tea. No offense. You know what I'm saying? But um we got that. I think we kinda wrapped it up with um Lena and her and her black baby daddy that and her black daddy that ain't <laughs> want her. So yeah, that's a wrapped up. Um that's it. All I hope is that we find out how much this dude was paid. I just, that's the only question I really want to know because I know the answer to all your questions. Mm -hmm. I just want to know how much is the life of your unborn daughter? How much is that worth? Mm. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what they come in with. 
We'll see what Mara coming with too, because I don't know. You be throwing some wrenches in that Mara. You be mm-hmm. throwing some wrenches. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be back on November second with LA Bound and. Oh, guys, I'm on Twitter more now. I've learned how to oh, work yeah. that app. Okay, I'm getting better at it. You use the search bar. Yes. That search bar is legit. You don't have nothing like it on any other social media platform. Yo, bitch, now I see how these celebrities be getting um, in trouble with their own tweets. All you got to do is search it in the search bar, type it in, enter. That shit's from like 07. They got got a whole, all your tweets from the beginning of time. Okay, I'm on the app. I'm locked in, guys. So you, you guys can like, you know, at me and stuff. At Etsy Row. At Etsy Row. Mm-hmm. All one word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and until next time, until November 2nd, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Row. And we will be seeing ya. Bye.